about you. I really like westerns. Do you have any favorite westerns? I like westerns too, and I wish I'd seen more of them. I, I, I'm trying to watch more and more westerns yeah. and catch up, basically. Sure. Um, Do you have any favorites? <clears throat> uh... You know, I, I don't think I can name them, honestly. I mean, I, when, I grew up watching Tombstone. I love Tombstone. And, uh, you still... know, looking back, yeah. it, it seems really... It doesn't seem really cheesy. It is really cheesy. <laughs> but still, when I watch it, I get fired up. Oh, every, every oh, yeah. time. Val Kilmer plays a perfect Doc Holliday. The best. I, did They came out with Wyatt Earp right around the same time. Yeah, did you see Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, it was okay. I didn't see it. It was okay. It certainly wasn't Tombstone. Why they did that, I don't know. Yeah. They do that all the time. Yeah. With movies. What they do that? They did that with like a bunch of things. Armageddon and yeah. Deep Impact. Uh, I mean, obviously, Deep Impact was. I love Deep Impact. Way better. But I, I could not tell you who's in it or what plot line it is. No. Or not. Um. I mean, when when, Val, when uh, Doc Holliday, played by Val Kilmer, says, he's my friend, and the guy's like, I got lots of friends. He's like, I do not. Yeah. It's like, oh, it hits you in the gut. It really does. Um, What's better than I'm your Huckleberry? What What are some of your favorites? Grew up on John Wayne movies. Yeah. My dad's a big John Wayne fan. Yeah. When he was in the service, my dad's a former U.S. Marine. Actually, it's his birthday today. 71. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh someone else's birthday. I know, we're going to get to that. Uh, He was hitchhiking uh, across California, and the Duke himself picked him up. No way. That's that's a story. Yeah. And ever since then, I mean, even before then, my dad was a huge fan, but Mm. the Duke, I'm talking about John Wayne, was uh, a very patriotic man. I don't know if he was in the service or not. I I really don't know if he served in the military. But he certainly served enough military in the movies he was in. But I grew up on uh, Big Jake. I love Big Jake. Mm. So uh, the plot is uh, John Wayne's grandson is kidnapped, and he's gonna go after the kidnappers. And it's a great movie. I also love the movie uh, The Quiet Man. Mm. It's kind of like a romance in a way. John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara they're in Ireland, and it's great. Mm. I talked to a lot of people from Ireland, and they say, I asked them, I was like, is Ireland like that? They're like, it's exactly like that. If you watch The Quiet Man, it's a, there's a pub on every corner, people are dancing and hmm. joking around, which is great, because I'm Irish, and I really like that movie. There's also the movie of The Cowboys. Have you ever seen that? No, I don't think I've seen that one. Basically, the premise is everyone's, uh, John Wayne's character owns a big ranch, and he's trying to get them to market, but all the adult uh, Kelman are off on a gold rush, hmm. and he has to resort to hiring school-aged boys to uh, do a cattle drive. And in the meantime, they get caught up by rustlers, and something happens to John Wayne, and the kids have to finish the uh, drive. It's pretty good. Huh. One of the kids in the... Sounds like a good coming-of-age movie. It really is. One of the kids in the movie plays, um, later on plays Poindexter in the Re- Revenge of the Nerd series. Uh. Oh, what's his name? Uh... Robert Carradine. It's David Carradine's uh, brother. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I just watched The Magnificent Seven, the new one with uh, Denzel Washington. I've seen the original. 
So have I. I love the original. Yeah, the original was great. Yeah. That, that got me really excited about the new one. It's really good. It's downloaded literally on my phone. If, if my phone's on airplane mode, I could still watch it. I downloaded it the other night while we were wrapping gifts. Speaking of, yeah, how was your Christmas? It was great. Good time with the kids, good time with the friends. You know, uh, <clears throat> I really enjoy having kids on Christmas. That's magical. It really, yeah, it's it's pretty great. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really love is. Santa. You know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of money, but it's all. It's all worth it. Do you have any traditions on Christmas Eve? Do you do anything special? <clears throat> uh, we go to a good friend of ours' house on Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, but as like a family, just at home? Yeah. Not really, no. This year, because my wife's grandmother passed away, everyone always mm -hmm. went to her house for Christmas Eve. Things kind of changed up, so I had both sets of my in-laws at my house. And I thought, I don't want to make a ham. Hams are boring, and I don't like the taste so much. I thought, why don't I make rib roast? You sent me a picture. I So I got, I went to the butcher. And I love that we even have still have a butcher. Go to the butcher, and I said, hey, I want to make a rib roast for like 20 to 30 people. What would you have in mind? First thing out of his mouth is, well, do you like these people? <laughs> it's like, well, they're in-laws. I mean, of course. I, I was just... We'll edit that part. Yeah. Um, so I bought a 17-pound rib roast, huge, and I seasoned it with whipped garlic butter and other and rosemary, about five pounds of that, and I cooked it for five hours in my oven. It came out perfect. Wow. It was really good. And I'm going to do On it again Christmas next Eve? year. Christmas Eve. Christmas <clears> Eve. <throat> there were no leftovers. And so we did that. We made some uh, abuelita, which is a Mexican hot chocolate. Have you ever had that? I feel like I have. I've you had might have. Mexican hot chocolate, but yeah. I'll definitely make it for you if you ever... Next time you come to my house, because yeah. we have a lot of it. So we did that. Uh, any uh, special gifts you were excited about giving or receiving or anything like that? Uh, I, I got a bike for my wife. Okay. It's that one right there. Oh, nice. Yeah. She like it? Uh, yeah, she rode it for the first time today. Oh, yeah? yeah. What kind of bike is it? It's a uh, gamma. Okay. G A M A. After the ray. Uh yeah, yeah, electromagnetic ray, which gives uh, Hulk its power. It's true. It's true. Bruce Banner. He knows a lot about gamma. Mm -hmm. Gamma rays. Um, but yeah, no, excited about that. So now we can finally go on some family bike rides. That should be fun. Down at the marina and elsewhere. <clears throat> well, now, what was your favorite gift you received? Um. Check out this lighter. Oh, I want to see it. Yeah. It's a, a plasma lighter, if I can get it out of my pocket, but it makes a cool sound, too, if I can. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah, try it out. Can you shock someone with this? Um, you can burn someone with it. I, I Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily how, an electric. How is, what's powering? Check it out. USB. You plug it in and charge No way. Yeah. That is insane. Pretty cool. I mean, it's you like know, having it's... a little lightsaber in your pocket. Exactly. It's it's a novelty. Um, Does it work? Oh, yeah. No, then, I've, then, I've used it a number of times. It's not a novelty. That's great. But uh, it's pretty fun. I got an, you know, some other things. My grandma gave me some money. It's great. And she said, buy whatever you want. <laughs> That's wonderful. So I did. Good for you. 
Yeah. Would you buy? <clears throat> you don't have to say on the podcast if you feel uncomfortable. We'll get to it later. Oh, ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I. What about you? What What was the fun thing that you gave? I was excited. Well, me and my wife love playing Settlers of Catan. Ooh, me too. Great game. I have the mobile game. You want me to bring <coughs> it on our trip? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. My wife loves Settlers. She gets into it. Oh, so does she my wife. Gets she gets mad. So does my wife. Because she gets really mad. I beat her all the time. I beat her once in a while and she gets mad. I'm just... I'm just a lot better at the game than my wife. Sure. She gets so mad. So to help our wedded bliss, I bought the expansion, Ocean expansion. Cool. So that should be fine. I've never but played that one. Neither have I. It's supposed to be for a f- three to four person, but we can still do a two person on it. I don't see why we would need a three to four. I got her that. She loses everything. So I went online and I bought some GPS markers. Like they're oh. small little disc like things. Uh, what are those called? Oh, they're like discs. I don't... I forget. Yeah, no, I've seen those. Yeah, they go on everywhere. Like, they'll go on her keys and her wallet. And, uh, where else? Not her phone, because I could find her phone. Mm -hmm. But if she loses it, like she lost her wallet for a week and a half, we'll find it immediately. Mm. So that's really... She was really excited about that. Those? Yeah, that'd be cool. I got her some other stuff. And the kids, we just got a bunch of toys and clothes and... Yeah, yeah. Santa got them a lot of great stuff in their stockings. Mostly candy. That jerk. (laughs) Um, but my wife got me and we talked about this for a long time for about a half hour to 45 minutes at the night watch we were at she got me some me undies Mm. she got me 11 what? yeah 11? yeah I made such a big deal about wearing them the other day like they're like the best in the world and they're not sponsoring the podcast but they should we should talk to them about it it's more friendly one of good terms definitely Charlie are they does. all? Are they all different patterns? Different and... patterns, yeah. Wow. I didn't wear any today because I just I want to. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, she got me ten, but when I opened it up, it said before you open up the the ten, they gave me a that's uh, a um, complimentary one. Really? Say, wear this if it fits. Open it up. If it doesn't fit, send it back. Now that's good marketing. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. It, it fit. I know my size. Beautiful. And uh, that was great. And what else did she get me? Some cologne that she really likes, and I'm fine with that. She really likes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other things. Ugh, don't mean to be yawning. Oh, you know what else I got? Oh, what? DeWalt drill driver set. Oh. Yeah. How long does the battery last? Or is um, it cord? Well, it's... Uh, I don't know. It hasn't hasn't stopped yet, so... Next time we go up on yeah. this trip, which is next week... Yeah. I want to put up a plaque somewhere. Okay. Yeah, like a long screw or like huge nail or something. Like yeah. Post a plaque up somewhere. Maybe at the lion's den or maybe like where our, where the hammocks were. You know what what do you want it to say? I want it just to be the triple D uh, thing you Insignia? drew. Insignia? Yeah. I'll make it. Will you make it? I'll make it. Badass. I might make it tonight. Oh my God. That sounds great. Yeah. I want to watch you make it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't want to keep you up. I'm going to use that Dremel right there. Oh my gosh. That's great. So yeah. what does a Dremel do? It's just carved stuff it's in like wood. a rotary tool. It just spins stuff. So there's all different attachments that okay. you can get for it. That's cool. Little discs. You yeah. cut off discs, sanding discs. There's a drill, little drill things and stuff you can get for it, too. I wish I knew more about wood and wood making. That's Me like something too. I wish I could get into, you know? I'd love to, like, build a table for our family. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Yeah. Pass down the generations. It'd be really cool. 
I bought myself a machete for Christmas. That right there. It's I'm sitting a, right there. I got it right here. I held it already. It's it's solid. It's the most solid machete it's I've pretty darn, ever held. Darn, it's pretty darn solid. It's, it's a lot of machetes are kind of flimsy. This is not flimsy. This is not. No. And it's got teeth, jagged teeth that's serrated on one side, very sharp blade on the other. It's got a hand guard, hard rubber. I mean, this is, it is legit. It's also got a cord. Yeah, some paracord on it. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I mean, that is sharp. It is extremely sharp, and that was another impressive thing about it. Yeah. Machetes don't come sharp. They just don't. It's already been oiled. <clears throat> I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Me too. That's going to be a useful tool on this trip, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there are any black bears, we know the the rule is, for attack by a black bear, I get the first... You get the first swipe. First few swipes. Um, preferably, I would never attack a wild animal like that, though. But if it's attacking one of us, you gotta... It's going down. But really, I love that machete. I just hope, like, it, like, it doesn't, like, break apart if I hit some stuff with it. Like steel, or a car, or something like that. Yeah. That'd be a bummer. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. We were talking before the podcast about great movies where people do the splits. Mm. Um, mostly Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Mostly. And we got on the topic of Time Cop. Yep. Tell me what your favorite part about that movie is. Well, really the only part I remember. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think I ever saw the movie. I don't think you did either. No. But the part where he does the splits, where he's about to be shot by a taser. Right. Yeah. He jumps up, and it's like in a kitchen or something. Mm-hmm. It's in his underwear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Great. jumps up and does the splits on the countertop. With a mullet. He's got a mullet. <clears throat> yeah, he's rocking it. And he's doing it well. Yeah, he's doing it right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my favorite scene from that movie that I never saw. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. Although that one guy was in it. Who was in that other movie? With the beard? Eight. Yeah, I can't remember the other movie he was in, though. Neither can I, but he, I know he's in something. And then... I think he died last year. Or the year before. Hmm. Previously. He died previously. Okay. Ron something. It really doesn't matter. Nah. Speaking of people who've died, this is a really sad day. This ah. is a really, really sad day. A lot of people out there are having a real hard time. For yeah. sure. Carrie Fisher died today. Yeah. Rest in peace, Princess Leia. Oh my gosh. Just, you get punched in the gut. I don't even know what to say about that. Well, what's your uh, what's your favorite Princess Leia scene? Uh, probably. Oh, I know exactly. <clears throat> Han is taken away. They're in Cloud City, mm -hmm. and Lando breaks them out, and Chewie starts choking. Oh Lando. my gosh, that is such a good scene. And C three PO is being oh trust him, trust him, and Leia's like we don't need your help. Yeah. Like, completely, like... Love that. Letting him choke him. And, uh... And Leia's like, Han! Still just the same Han! And Leia's like, Chewie! Chewie knows what to do. Let's go of him. I like that scene. And they yep. just leave him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite scene? 
you know what? Uh, it's a pretty good scene. I think I just that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that it gets much better than yeah. that. Just her. Yeah. Go ahead. Diplomatic. Choke You're choking him. This is what should be happening right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, you have something to say? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's I really sometimes good. call you know in the in the Empire Strikes Back, he, Han Solo calls Princess Leia your worshipfulness. Mm. Or I'll say, no time to discuss this in committee, and yeah. I say that stuff to my wife all the time. <laughs> your worshipfulness, good. and she hates it, so I keep doing it, because she's married to me, and she won't divorce me over me calling her that. We just watched New Hope last night. Oh, really? Yeah. So that, that's that's the one that's fresh in my mind. I think she was younger than us in that movie. I think, I think she's like in her early 20s. Probably all of them were younger than us. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I think the actors, to that point. Actually, the actors now are younger than us. The guy that plays Poe Dameron, <clears throat> um, I think is our age. Well, my age. You're a little bit younger than me. Really? But he was born in 79, like me. Oh, uh, okay, well, I feel okay about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I could still be in a Star Wars movie. What do you think of that bromance? That's one of the best bromances on... Between... Poe and Finn. Oh. Gosh, you know, I have Rogue One fresh on my mind, and I haven't yeah. even given much thought to uh, Force Awakens recently, so... Um... Spoiler alert, can I just say this about Rogue One? Yeah. I love the fact that at the end, she did not kiss him. That's, yeah. It oh. made it vitally important that it not turn some... That they, they didn't romance. need to. They didn't need to. <clears throat> and they didn't do it. Right. Because... That's not what the story was about. It's, you're totally right. It's not about some romance. That's why in like the next movie, I really hope Ray doesn't get with Poe or Finn. Mm. It's not what it's about. She should get with both. Yeah. Oh no, you were saying the opposite. Oh yeah, no. I was saying that she shouldn't. But oh yeah. I mean, what you said we haven't had an R-rated Star Wars film. It's true. A couple of PG-13. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, the next director was a huge fan of Basic Instinct. Oh. Or Nine and a Half Weeks. Mm. Anyways, that rest in peace, <clears throat> Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your destiny lies along a different path than ours. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well said. I actually said that at a funeral. A kid I mentored in high school at, at the church died. Huh. He's a huge Star Wars fan, and I said that oh. at, uh, during a eulogy. Yeah. Very meaningful. It really is, and, and was, and, yeah. So, you're talking about something you bought. I did. I, I want to talk a lot I about this. I finally bought uh, my bow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, you didn't buy a kid named Bo. You no. bought a bow and arrow. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah? Uh, Let's talk about it. It's a 70-pound compound bow. Now, explain to the listeners what that means, 70-pound compound bow. <coughs> you know, I... My understanding is it takes 70 pounds of force to, it's a 70 pound like draw basically, yeah, and you're right. just using 70 pounds of force. Um, Last time we went up camping, mm -hmm. uh, we had a crossbow, which we mm -hmm. still have, yeah. and it takes 130 pounds to cock it back. Yeah. You had no problem doing that. Me no and problem. a couple of the guys had a problem, so it's really half the amount of work to cock it back for you. But it's a different type of muscle group you're doing. Oh, yeah, completely different. You're using just all arm on this, and before you are using uh, your back, arms, legs, back, and yeah. arm. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. It'll be fun to, to try it out and uh, figure it out. 
But yeah, no, I'm excited about it. You know, some of my inspirations, obviously Robin Hood. Gina Davis. Gina Davis. You know, Which, she she yeah. almost went to the Olympics, I think. Yeah. Which Robin Hood do you like? Well, obviously the cartoon. Mm-hmm. The Fox. Yeah, that's the great. Fox, yeah. Great cartoon. To me, there is no other Robin Hood. Yeah. Is there another Robin Hood? <clears throat> you know, we already brought up Kevin Costner once tonight. Did we? In Wyatt Earp. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not but I never fan. saw I never saw that Robin Hood movie. My one of my my middle sister Jennifer yeah. took me to see Robin Hood Prince of Thieves with my youngest sister Amy. They're both older than me. Jennifer is almost 10 years older than me. She's going to turn 46 this January 6th. And she actually listens with her friend, Kelly. Huh. They're uh, part of a, a group that goes around California promoting stuff for a certain media company, which I won't name, for legal reasons. But uh, Je- my sister Jennifer took me out to see Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood. And uh, you know what we're failing to mention? Alan Rickman plays the Sergeant Nottingham. Or, uh, yeah, really? The, um, what's it called? The Sergeant... Is it Sergeant of Nottingham? Or, no, it's... Sheriff. Sheriff. I'm sorry. The Sheriff of Nottingham. I just saw Alan Rickman in... Uh, oh, no. I'm thinking Alan Arkin. Oh, yeah. What'd you see him in? That guy's funny. Gross Point Blank. Oh, I forgot he's in that. Saw it for the first time last night. I love him in, in So I Married an Axe Murderer. He plays the like the really nice captain. Do you ever see that movie? Yeah, but I can't remember it. He plays the captain and like the guy's like, why can't you be mean like in the movies? Mm. Uh, Alan Rickman again? Yeah, he's a sheriff of Nottingham, and it's worth it. He gets into, he gets more play in our podcast than. And it's worth it. Anyone? It's co- it's totally warranted. Oh. In that movie, there's a scene where. Robin of Loxley, played by Kevin Costner, confronts the sheriff at the beginning of the movie and he cuts him in the face. Hmm. And the sheriff, like a few scenes later, is getting sewed up and he turns to the guy sewing him, sewing him up. He says, now sew and keep the stitches small. Hmm. And uh, so whenever my kids are getting stitches, I always think of that scene. Hmm. Like my uh, 18-month-old got stitches the other day. Four stitches. Didn't even cry. He looked at him and was like, just do it. <clears throat> or something like that. Yeah. Turns out he did cry. Constantly. Huh. But the memory will be like he didn't cry. No, you need to watch Prince of Thieves. Alright. Yeah, my sister Jen took I'll me to it. see it. Didn't it have that uh, guy that did the song? Brian Adams? Was it Brian Adams? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. I do, I do it for you. Yeah. Oh, that was a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when did that movie come out? 1990... Four or ninety-five. Yeah, I think I was right on the verge of like having a girlfriend. Oh, okay. And I was thinking, oh, this would be like our song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was nowhere close. <coughs> no, ninety, <coughs> ninety-one or ninety-two. Yeah, I was in early, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenna's always talking about how I she wants me to mention her on the podcast. Really? So I mention her now. Yeah. She's great. She's great. Every time. We uh, we stop by her house. She makes us coffee. Yeah, you know what's was great Weird. about her growing up. Yeah. Like my oldest sister Joanne, <clears throat> she had to like take care of me a lot. So it was she was more like a motherly figure. Mm-hmm. And my youngest of my older sisters, Amy, was just evil to me growing up because mm-hmm. we shared a room, and I don't blame her at all. But Jen was more like the uh, like a real sister in a way. 
Hmm. She was like cool and nice, and she made Christmas really fun. She told me stories about Rudolph and uh, what else. Went to her house yesterday. She yeah. made Rice Krispie treats. I want to talk about this for a second. Okay. Because I'm I'm a stickler for Rice Krispie treats. Don't you have a Rice Krispies treat uh, uh, Pinterest page? Sure, I do. It's, it's followed by about nine thousand people. Yeah. I'm not even embellishing. <clears throat> Our mother, rest in peace, she died almost 17 years ago, she, she made perfect Rice Krispie treats. And it took me about six or seven years to perfect the Rice Krispie treats again. Hmm. And my sister Jen has just as good Rice Krispie treats, maybe even better. Probably wow. not, mine are better. But they taste great. So I went to her house and I tried some and I was like, yep, it's right. It's absolutely right. You cannot make them any better. Hmm. So they're perfect. If someone gives me store-bought rice krispie treats, I'm going to want to cut your head off. Mm. I'm not going to do it because I guess it's against the law. But I'm thinking it at you. Yeah. And you there's, definitely have your hand on the hilt of your machete. There's Yeah, and it's unbuckled. Yeah. There's a guy in my Bible study. <clears throat> I won't name names. He's named Robbie. He says there's no difference between homemade rice krispie treats and store-bought. That's completely stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my mm. life completely stupid anyways so uh what can about, i ask one thing yeah what do you line your pan with that's a good question is that a secret or no no no. what i use is the pam has a has a spray cooking spray yeah i use the baking cooking spray mm. it smells like cake or something like that you could use butter yeah but then your sweet treats get a little too much butter and then it'll harden and it's just not yeah, good sometimes they get like they coat your mouth yeah don't do that yeah. get the pam cooking spray huh no the baking spray makes it all worth it i love this podcast I, this is the greatest this is the greatest it's home i can listen to this all day long my kids can't they really don't like it at all yeah i don't think my wife's listened to a full episode yet neither is mine and there's like 40 of them i told her we could drive to disneyland and back i think twice and still be listening to a different episode. Hmm. And that doesn't impress her at all. It's okay. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, that I keep forgetting, we have a P.O. box. We do. And it just, I just got an email saying they just charged my card again. Do you have, like, our stamp anywhere for us to tell uh, people where to send letters? Uh, yes, yes. I have it right in there. In that bag? That bag right behind you? This? That one. Yeah, that bag. Pull it to you? Yeah. A nice messenger bag. <clears throat> oh, my brother gave it to me because he didn't want it anymore. He's a great guy. Oh, love him. He just bought a truck. He just bought a 2014 F-150. If you, if anyone would like to write Dylan and Doug <coughs> metal, metal Detecting, we are at P.O. Box 2372, Alameda, California, 94501. I'm going to check our box tonight when yeah? I get back. Yeah, I'm going to go back. i, I got some more work I want Can to do. Can you text me and let me know if you find anything else? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that stamp. If you write us a card, we will mention you on the air. We'll give you some airtime. We have 6,000 subscribers, I think. Or maybe I'm just making that number up. Oh, we'll definitely mention you on the air. Oh, yeah, we'll mention you if yeah. you want to send us something. Once again, that's P.O. Box 2372. Uh, Alameda, California, 94501. Send them something. Send us a letter. Send us a postcard. Where you're from. What are you about? I was partial to Legolas as a yeah. practitioner of a bow and arrow. Mm. But let me just be clear, and I think you're going to agree with me on this. 
Not the Legolas from the movies. No. This is the pre-movie, pre, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, what's his name? All Quincy... the girls. Quincy... Quincy Jones? Mephelephon? No. Quincy Jones. Oh, it is... Uh, what's his name? We're good with names, too. I mean, we're like yeah. a walking, talking IMDb. Um... Ray... Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. No? Ray Liotta? Falefalin. Ugh. It's on the tip of my tongue. Gooey. No. Frankel Stern? I don't Mun know. Munton? Munson. Rance Mullinex. Rance. Oh, no, that's a baseball player. I don't know. Well, whatever Lego. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Any other people that you take inspiration from? Well, Rambo. I love Rambo. Yeah, obviously. Um, Rambo First Blood Part 2 is where he's in Vietnam. He has these bows and arrows, and one of the guys, one of the main um, antagonists, he takes the bow out, shoots him, the guy explodes. It's one of the best scenes in action movie history. I mean, the guy just explodes. Yeah. It's brilliant. Uh, Predator? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Dutch. Yeah. Dutch uses the bow and arrow to shoot uh, shoot the Predator. Yeah. And that's classic. Uh, what else? We take so much from Predator. You already mentioned Gina Davis. Yeah. You know, she's part of Mensa. Oh, really? She spoke at a science conference I went to. That's interesting. What yeah. was she talking about? I don't know. Yeah. Girls, girls in uh, STEM fields, science, technology, engineering, math fields. Okay. I tell yeah. my daughter every day, because she loves math, I was like, just keep doing math. <clears throat> math is where your future is. Math and economics and science. Anyone else to think of? Mm. No, what about you? Love the movie The Seven Samurai. Mm. A lot of great horseback and uh, archery mm -hmm. in it. Also the movie The Last Samurai. Did you ever see that? Tom Cruise and yeah, Ken Ken Watanabe. Gosh. I don't really remember much of it though. I think I was falling asleep when I saw it. Well there's a scene, I mean it's on YouTube, so you don't even have to watch the movie where ninjas try and kill the guy and Tom Cruise ends up fighting them with the other samurai and they do this thing and he uses a sword and then some ninjas die and then it's pretty good. Mm. It's really actually pretty good. That's cool. Yeah, I really like the movie. In fact, I'm going to watch it when I get home. I think tonight. it got pretty good reviews, didn't it? Pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What else? Mm -hmm. What is that? Speaking of samurai. Right there? I think so. One of our friends who listens to the show. It's his birthday today. He actually just texted me. Did he really? Minute. He gives a little smiley face. Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson. Happy birthday, Michael Wilson. Happy birthday. Uh, my favorite Aussie. My absolute, besides Paul Hogan, he is my favorite yeah. Aussie in the whole wide world. Yeah. Do you want to like talk about some Austri famous, just some facts about Australia to commemorate um, Mike Wilson's birthday? I mean, most people know Australia... When it was, uh, you know, invaded by Europeans. Sure. Started off as like a penal colony. Yeah, it was just one huge prison colony. Yeah. Um, 
the uh, the wildlife on Australia is quite unique. Uh, highest concentration of uh, monotremata. Sure. In the world. Oh yeah, and I marsupials. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only other marsupial that lives outside of Australia is the possum. Yep, it's the possum. Yeah. And uh, they're helpful. They're really helpful to our environment. Really? I think they are. What do they do? Who knows? Because I just tr- I aim for them when I see them crossing the road. I run them over all the time. Giant rats. Yeah. They look like rats. I can think of. I try and find their their nests and mm. throw like little M1000s in there. Then I pour salt in. Ugliest creatures I've ever seen. This podcast is brought to you by PETA. Who yes. else? What else do we know about Mike Wilson's home of Australia now that he lives in the good old U.S. of A. You know, the uh, current events, Yeah. Uh, the uh, Uluru, I think it is, the Ooh, National that? Monument, the the giant rock mm-hmm. that's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There's like flooding. Oh, area. really? Yeah. So uh, stay away. The, the park hi- is closed. The highest, <laughs> the highest concentration of poisonous insects, <coughs> snakes, really? yeah. Uh, driver ants are from Australia. Really? What do they do? I want to know. Uh, they were actually used at some points in executions. How? That's fascinating. They can, they can kill a horse. Really? Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember reading about them, gosh, a long time ago, but... Yeah, crazy. Crazy stuff, man. Australia. Yeah. If one thing doesn't kill you, the next thing will. I mean, everything there is set to kill you. Any other interesting things about Australia? Eucalyptus is from Australia. That's right. You know, the interesting thing about eucalyptus is, the eucalyptus that was brought there, two Mm -hmm. main types of eucalyptus. Yeah. It's according to what I've read. And one type of eucalyptus is not, um, what's it called? Uh, Doesn't spread a lot it smells mm. good and it's not as flammable and there's another terrible kind of eucalyptus well one guy was trying to bring the good kind of eucalyptus to california and brought the wrong one mm. and that's the eucalyptus we have here which as we all know is the sole food group of the koala mm-hmm. australia's uh, national animal mm-hmm. is it i don't even know eucalyptus wasn't that a major uh fuel for the Oakland Hills fire? Right. I mean, it's essentially gasoline. I mean, I love eucalyptus. I really do. Sure, I like the smell. Love the smell. My wife is allergic to it. Really? Yep. Um, I think also, the eucalyptus that they were trying to bring grows much straighter. Right. Because they think they were trying to bring it as a wood source. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's fast growing. Um, but yeah, the, when it, the one that grows here... It doesn't grow as straight, and, mm-hmm. yeah, the grain is not what it needs to be. Uh, what else is Australia known for? Paul Hogan. Oh, yeah. Crocodile hunter. You know what? One of our producers handed me a note. You know what? Mike mm. Wilson's from New Zealand. New what? New Zealand. It's a country as well, I think. Oh, that's... Is that part of uh, Tasmania? Yeah. 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 Happy birthday, Mike Happy Wilson, birthday, our Mike favorite, Wilson. what are they called? They're called, uh, it's a fruit, pomegranate, uh, f- um, uh, what's the, what are they? Durian. Durians. Is that the fruit they're called in New Zealand? No. But, Comquats? But who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. New Zealand. 
Kiwis. Kiwis. That's what they are. But again, it still kind of doesn't matter. Favorite kiwi. Yeah. I can't eat kiwis, actually. Really? I get canker sores because the, the citric acid huh. just destroys my mouth. It's awful. Mm. Tastes good. They're kind of hard to open. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I dislike New Zealand because of kiwis, mm. the actual fruit. But for Mike Wilson and his family being in this country. <clears throat> yeah. Rounding third. This has been a good season. This yeah. is the uh, episode 15. We're ending season three today. This is going to be it. Yeah. going to wrap it up. We have a lot going on. Trip's coming up. Uh, gosh, I'm so excited about that. We've never podcasted there, though. Every time we're there, we always talk about, oh, let's do a podcast there. Mm-hmm. We never podcast there. You but know why? Why is There's that? There's so much stuff going on. You're totally right. Non-stop. Yeah. Totally right. Uh, but we could try to make it happen. Eh, I'm not going to try too hard, because there's going to be a lot of people there. Well, they would love to see us do a live podcast. See how the sausage is made? Yeah. I love sausage. We've received letters. Oh my gosh. You've received letters. Yeah. Three. The third one said, check the other two. Yeah. So we read them today. It's been a few years since we saw Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. The last time we saw him, we were fighting a giant demon about 30 feet tall. You were hacking away at it Mm -hmm. at the front using brute force. I was using my surgical um, attacks taking out its ankles, back, pressure points, all the known pressure points you would find on a, on a Balrog. Mm-hmm. During the fight, we used your meteorite sword to open up a portal where Yukon Cornelius, yeah, Cornelius, just say Yukon, mm-hmm. is sucked in, but he grabs the Balrog and takes him with him. <clears throat> Not unlike Gandalf falling and, and killing the, you know, Falling with the Balrog. Yeah. But this is real. We received... You received correspondence from... Yukon. Yeah. Finally, do you want to talk about... What was said? What's the first letter say? Sure. Um, Says... Dylan and Dutch... I know it's been a long time... Uh, The reason for that is that I am being held captive against my will at this location. Mm -hmm. And then in the letter... A bunch of numbers or something. Yeah, it it looks like it could be GPS coordinates, but I know he wouldn't send us GPS coordinates. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be that. No, he's gonna, he's definitely speaking in code. Yeah. He gave us GPS coordinates, he gave us a numbered street and a city. Yeah. In a country. Said, I'm being held at this location. Please come and provide whatever assistance you can as soon as possible. Right. That's the first letter. Which we think is a trap. And there's no way. We, we've been looking at the letter differently. We've been translating it in different languages. 
using numerology to try and figure out what one word means, yeah. see what it really means, because it's obvious it can't be this literal. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, we're we weren't born yesterday. <laughs> no. Then we get the second letter. It's delivered to us by the Mad Monk himself, Rasputin, yeah. while in Iowa. Uh, during a dream, mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is at the end of uh, the Blue Gill tournament mm -hmm. where we got in fistfights with Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Yeah. <coughs> and that one says, Dear Dylan and Dutch, I sent the first letter a while ago and I haven't heard or received any message from you. Don't think that there was anything encoded in the message. Yeah. I was being quite literal. Mm-hmm. Those are the exact coordinates where I am being held. It is not a trick. It is not a riddle. Sincerely, Yukon. Yeah. Again, <clears throat> obviously a trap. Oh, yeah. We're not falling for this. No. Uh... We have to, we have to assume that he's being held by some very powerful people. Who I mean, who could hold on? Who could hold Yukon? He's fought a I bumble. Don't know. I don't know. He's gone through a time portal. It's it's a little hairy. I feel like we're getting sucked into another adventure, and uh, kind of excited about it. Yeah. Kind of worried. Um, our. Uh, our families weren't too thrilled when we went to that Nicaraguan mine for about 21 months. Yeah. My wife's like, listen, 17 months is fine. 21, it's kind of, that's too much. It's too yeah. much, Dylan. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Yukon, if you can hear this, we're coming for you. <laughs> it begins.